Hello and welcome to the Dave's I Know. That is Dave Cox. And that is Dave Woodard. We don't have a guest today. No guests. We've been, we've been, we threatened this from episode yeah. one, but it just right. worked out <laughs> right. that, we, that we had music guests yeah. two, two weeks in a row. Which is good. I mean, I think that, like we discussed, like this is like, that was a very important part of the podcast music and just kind of stuff like that. But today we're actually going to get into some political shit. Yep. And I've been looking forward to this. Um, we discussed some subjects. Yeah. And I think because I know it's February, but, uh, the idea came about in January. It came about, (laughs) (laughs) we were on it in January, but that's right. Things happen, you know. Uh, we wanted to go ahead and discuss, uh, the events of January 6th. Yeah. Um, and we, we haven't, uh, we haven't discussed it at all. Not at all. Leading up to this. So we might, you know, even though we had this grand scheme that we're going to, we're going to have some like heated discussions, we, we might, we might, but we don't fucking know. But we don't know. That's, <laughs> see, that's the great thing. The mystery for you guys and us, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I promised Dave that I wouldn't do, um, I, when we just, when we brought up the subjects, I was like, I don't want to know your take on it because I would rather, do this just naturally kind of feel like we discussing or arguing or debating or whatever on, on a real level, as opposed to like, like we talked about before having a bunch of gotcha lines and, and we don't want to turn this into an MSNBC or Fox news or anything like that. We just kind of want to discuss this as two friends that may or may not have differences on this. I don't even know yet. Yeah. I I, I don't either really. And the, the thing that, that's cool about this format too. And I think we talked about this in episode one is that, you know, that everything that's important in the world is nuanced. Right. So yeah. if you land all the way on one side or all the way on the other and agree with all of those talking points, you're probably not paying attention. That is true. So that nuance can't happen in seven minute long segments yeah. on, on Fox news or CNN. It, 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 yeah. You, you, you talk through it and hash it out and you yeah. might even change your mind on part of it along the way too, but it, it's not made for TV shit. It, it's things are too complicated for a 30 minute show, which is actually 22 minutes after commercial. Absolutely. Shit, you know, I mean, and after all the sound bites and everything like that, and yeah. then all the, the graphics and everything that they have to make it look even more important. Like it, it you just get so confused. And, um, I was, uh, I, I so let's go and start off January 6th. I have, yep. I have one question. Okay. Insurrection or no? I hate to start off saying it's complicated. My it is complicated. So before I started, I, I did research it just because that's the the nature, that's okay nature of my career and all the shit. I'm a numbers. <laughs> You're guy. a nerd. I'm a nerd. So, but <laughs> my my initial immediate reaction is absolutely fucking not. Okay. Okay. Um, now it's a little more towards it's it's complicated but i still lean strongly that the majority of it was not okay so what what about you i okay weird enough um i kind of agree with that now i definitely think that there was people there that they were obviously there to stop the process yeah i mean if it was a protest fine but usually you don't bring zip ties to protests (laughs) right Uh, that's just my thoughts yeah yeah (laughs) exactly I, i think i think there was a good amount of people that were engaging in insurrection. I think the rest of the people kind of just followed suit as a mob kind of mentality. Yeah. I don't even think they knew what was going on. Um, uh, do I think, do I think Trump directed people to go do this? 
No, but in, in kind of in so many different kind of ways, or in other ways, yes, in a way. Because um, I guess it really kind of boils down to like, you know, do you think this was a stolen election? Right. It could, yeah. It could That's come what down. it kind of comes down to as well. Yeah. And the and even if people think it was, mm-hmm. then they still have the right to march and absolutely scream and yell and one hundred percent. And the the estimates vary dramatically on how many people were there. Yeah. Like the as few as fifteen thousand. Some people say half a million. Yeah. Or whatever. But when when you boil it down how many what percentage of those people were there just to to exercise their first amendment exactly. right versus what percentage of people were there to right. actually try to stop the certification of the election that's the thing i think the people that tried to actually stop the certification of it like i said i think that there was a group of people that definitely tried to do that yeah um uh as far as the election being stolen no i don't think the election was stolen at all um i'm not saying every election's perfect um, and there's probably questions to be answered in certain counties and stuff like that. Um, but I, you know, even it, now a lot of this information come to light a year or two later, you know, when Trump's lawyers confessed that, yeah, we knew it wasn't still, we knew that what he was saying was bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they, they, sh- they, they all pleaded guilty to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, I mean, you don't plead guilty unless there's some evidence against you. Exactly. You know, I yeah. mean, they took a yeah. plea deal. Um, I think what hurts me about the whole thing is like, and this even goes back to like the, the first impeachment of Trump. I don't think they should have done that. Right. And I'll tell you why Uh you're, you're starting. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. So what do you think the other party is going to do? And what are they doing right now? They're trying to find any reason to impeach Joe Biden. Doing the same shit. Yeah. So, uh, so that's my whole thing. It's like, what, like, I understand, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) So we have two different guys that are running again. One has a fragile ego. One of them's just fragile. <laughs> just, yeah. and now they're both old. I mean, I know, um, I know Biden's a couple years older, but Trump's old too. He's seventy fucking seven. He's yeah. old. Yeah. That's that's going. That's the downhill slope. Um, but uh, it, as far as an insurrection, I don't think everybody engaged in that. I think there was people there that were obviously upset that he lost, and I think that they took it a little too far believing in his words of like, it was rigged. It was a rigged election. Um, he's still saying that. I, he's now. still saying that. Uh, they have him. I mean, he's admitted that he lost. Um, not in public. Right. He's admitted it to his lawyers. He admitted it to the people around him. Um, t- Trump is very smart to like, in in so many ways, to like not be in the room. When right. shit's be- he's yeah. pretty, you got to admit, he's pretty good at that. And I think that goes back, that goes kind of back to his business roots. Absolutely. And, and even the way he deals with international, dealt with international yeah. leaders and yeah. stuff like that. It was kind of that business game yeah. where he would like shoot way over their heads and make these demands, knowing that you're going to end up somewhere in the middle along right. the way and being really boisterous and all that. And he just kind of brought that to the presidency, which hasn't really happened before. Right. Yeah. I think, and I think that's why a lot of people voted for him. I mean, uh, let's face it. I mean, some people are just their lifelong registered Republicans and they're going to vote for the Republican nominee. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be fucking John Wayne Gacy. And they're like, Hey man, look, dude, yeah, got I, the, know, I know we did that, but he's a, he's got an R next to his name. Just, just like for the, this election coming up, I know a bunch of Democrats who hate Joe Biden. Yeah. They're terrified yeah. at the thought of him starting another term and the condition he's in now. Yeah. But 
Are you going to vote for him? Fuck yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> See, that or the other guy, you know yeah. what I mean? And to go back to one thing, you were talking about the uh, the, in, the impeachment against Trump. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, that's like a perfect example of my, I, I'm a libertarian. Yeah, yeah. And lowercase libertarian. I'm not a political party person. Yeah. I, but the, the core of libertarianism for me is as few laws as humanly possible right. while still being able to maintain order. Yeah. And if you if you move that into the political side of things, then the impeachment, it felt very politically motivated. Absolutely. And 100%. The, the reason I'm a libertarian and that I want as few laws as possible is that if you create a law to come after me or a process like the impeachment process right. that's politically motivated, if you create that to benefit yourself – it can also be used against you when the other guys are in charge. And I think that's what we're going through now. I think yeah. I think it's just like tit for tat. I think it's for like, well, look, you did this, so we're going to do this. So it's like um, getting back to the actual events of that day. Yeah. I, I, was, I was bummed to see that shit. I was super bummed to see that. I'm not bummed to see people exercising their free speech. I, I'm, I'm an advocate of free speech. If you want to go in the corner and scream a bunch of fucking shit... Yeah. Whatever you want to scream. If it's, if it's racist, homophobic shit, that's fine, but you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Right. That doesn't mean you won't get your ass Because somebody's going to come by and say something to you or right. do something. Right. But uh, that is that is free speech. Free speech does not protect speech you like. It protects the speech that you do not like. Yeah. It protects unpopular speech. Um, now, the, the, the fragile ego of, of uh, ex-President Trump, I mean, he, he – his followers are very – devoted shall we say <laughs> they are they are it's kind of the, Is that the right word to me it's like the forgotten middle class that yeah. you know what i mean like I, they're I just fucking pissed yeah they're not their dollar doesn't go as far as it used to right. so it's all and then he said he says the things that are that those people are like fuck yeah yeah, you know yeah. even though he's a multi-billionaire yeah he's but he but he, he's one of those guys but he struck that chord and yeah. he was like rolling through washington like a fucking bull in a china shop yeah. so he was <laughs> You know what I mean? So pretty it, much. It, so the the disaffected middle class, yeah. found something that right. like, man, this guy's loud, like my buddy Joe. Right. <laughs> you know, I like this dude. And <laughs> I think, I think as far as the actual events of that day, and like I said, I think that there was definitely some people that did engage in insurrection. I do, I just do because they brought zip ties, they brought a fucking noose, screaming, yeah. "Hang Mike Pence!" It's like you voted for the guy, right? You know, it's like he's, it's like, look, Joe Biden won. Because when Trump won, I remember I, I, my first thought was not it was stolen, it was rigged. That was not my first. My first thought was like, well, fuck. Yeah. I was like, well, not that I really wanted Hillary Clinton in there because I, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of – I'm not a fan of any of the candidates that have been running over the last fucking 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. man. I'm really not. Um, the, the last one I liked, and he didn't make it, he didn't make it past the primaries – um, I, I, I'm still a Rand Paul fan because uh, 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 he, he does the, you know, Rand, Rand or Ron, uh, Rand, Rand. Okay. Younger. I mean, Ron, Ron Paul was great for many years. So I like Ron Paul. I'm not a fan of Rand Paul. Okay. Ron <laughs> Here we go. We're going to fucking argue now. That's right. Ron Paul is much more like traditional libertarian. Very like old that. school. He got a little kooky in the last few years. But Rand is more like fits into the system libertarian. Yeah. He, but, uh, but yeah. He, he does. And I'll tell you what the, my problem with Rand is like he kind of ended up being a little bit of more of a brown noser to Trump as well. Like he kind of like looked the other way during some stuff. And yeah. that, you should speak up whether it's in your party or not. Yeah. You know, um, so there was a, a special election that just that George Santos 
his seat. Yeah, and a Democrat, Democrat has won. Yep. And this is a moderate. Yeah. This is not a woke leftist Democrat. Yeah, that's he, what I thought. Was, I thought I saw that. He, yeah. he ran on, we do need to do something at the border. This is fucked up. Yeah. So what are we going to do, you know? Um, and he ran on a couple of things that, that were just more moderate. Like the way I think most, I think most people think, I'm not saying anybody agrees on everything, you know what I mean? But um, what the, the thing about January 6th for me that I find kind of funny and a little odd is the Republican Party that's defending a lot of those people. But when you look at the videotape, they were hiding underneath their desks, too. <laughs> right. They were running yeah. in the halls, too. They were scared. Yeah. They were scared because they didn't know what those people were going to do. And And honestly, I still think a lot of the people, especially the people that did a lot of the damage... I think I really think some of those people aren't necessarily Republican or Democrat. I agree. And and to the to the point that even that that day there were pipe bombs found right outside the DNC headquarters. Yeah. And right outside the RNC headquarters. So yeah. So some of these people are just like anti just everything, everything, just anti government. And I understand that. I mean, I, I get that. I mean, I'm never saying I was anti government, but from my teenage years, of course I was. Right. That the government was the was the enemy. They still are the, the enemy. They, they, you know, I, I, these days, I mean, you know, I guess when you get older, you kind of flow into <laughs> the way life just works. Right. I'm yeah. not saying it's perfect. Yeah. I'm not saying we, you know, we, we don't have to like change some things or whatever, but, uh, and it, and like I said, this, this, it's kind of two subjects in one year. Cause we're talking about January 6th, but yeah. it, it definitely reverts back to like stolen election or not. Right. And, um, you know, I think the only person who really tried to steal this election was Donald Trump. Yeah, that one's wild. I, there was, I think there's every election. I think there was clearly fraud okay. in a in a variety of places. Georgia, maybe Pennsylvania, probably. Yeah. Um, I, it, fraud happens all the, in, in every election. Sure. There, some election laws have been skewed to make it easier to do that. Yeah. Um, but did it add up to? enough fraudulent votes to affect the outcome of the election. I don't think it did. I don't think it did and, either. And people on, you know, the right side of, of my team get really pissed when I say shit like that. Don't fucking care. I mean, yeah, we still need to do our best to limit fraud in elections. I agree. Because totally. ideally we shouldn't get in, we shouldn't be in a situation where we're questioning if a presidential election is valid or not. Yeah. Because then that puts the entire system in jeopardy and whether you're, Pro-government, anti-government, whatever. Middle government, yeah. It, it's, this system keeps, if nothing else, it keeps us stabilized. I think it and keeps, if And if either side, if neither side believes in it, then the whole system yeah, gets destabilized. Then what? You're on You're on a really, really slippery slope. Well, so, exactly. It's like it's like the 2016 election. I mean, Trump was saying, it's rigged, it's rigged. And then he won, and it's like, oh, it's not rigged anymore. Yeah. So and it's they, like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> right. And the, the funny thing, too, in, in 16... Hillary cried about it being rigged for she, a couple of years after she did. Uh, yeah, I remember. I mean, she conceded like that the next she, night. She did she concede, did concede. But then she went on her her the election was rigged to her. Did basically. she really? Yeah. Okay, okay. I have to look at that. And then Stacey Abrams running for governor in Georgia. Yeah, that was. She, she still says that it, it was stolen, and that was what seven years ago. That was seven years ago. It's like it's like listen, both sides are just they they suck at that shit. They just it, are, they seem to be big babies yeah. about this shit. Um, but that's the thing. It's like that wasn't my first um, thought when Trump won in sixteen. I, I didn't think, oh, it's rigged, and somehow they. It's like I just didn't think there was a conspiracy to yeah. like. It's like he played the game, and then I look back and I'm like, 
No, he played the game right. Yeah. He went to the States where he knew if he just if he just got that got the votes in that state, he was gonna get the electoral college. If I can get the traditionally blue labor unions on board with me, if yeah. I can, you know, get Teamsters on board, get UAW. He knew, and he knew that that was he, the angle. Well, he didn't know. His team knew. His team I mean, knew. Trump's an idiot. I mean, let's, I mean, let, <laughs> Biden's an idiot. Trump's a fucking idiot. We all know this. Right. He, the, the guy's pulling the strings. They knew. Yeah. McConnell knew. They knew how to play the game. They've been playing it for a long, long time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are the events of that day. It, it was very saddening. And, and a couple reasons. Like, A, it's tragic that people got killed. Yep, cops got killed. Cops um, died. The cops died. Yeah, I, I, I know that. Well, that's right. Ne- no, that you're right. It they- sounds nuanced because you're just as dead. But like, yes. a couple guys had heart attack. The only person that was killed was a protester. Yeah, the, she got a, shot in the face. A, a, unarmed yeah. Air Force veteran yeah. got shot yeah. in the face. Yeah, no, <laughs> she got shot in the face. No, you're you're correct. Thank you for yeah. correcting me. Um, so it, it it was sad. I mean, that was just yeah. like, dude. Like, I mean, I get being like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just very like strong feeling about your very passionate about yeah. your cause i get it yeah um I, I like i said i think that it started just as a protest and i think the bad apples that were in that group which i don't think it was a whole group like i said i think people were there expressing their their um dissatisfaction you know w- whether they believe that the, the election was rigged or not they have every right to go and say that yeah i mean it's not like they don't have the right to say that um, now, you know, evidence wise on that, it just didn't add up. I mean, and you know, yeah. And that, that day when, when on January 6th, I remember when it started, you know, the feed started coming through on the news like, Oh shit, what's going on? Yeah. I turned it on. And as a libertarian, so I, I, you know, I align kind of with the right more than the left sure. just because that's how it is. And then old school liberals and I get along. Right. Usually. <laughs> yeah. But that, but, but generally lean right. I'm being honestly, yeah. I either vote typically libertarian or yeah. Republican if I really need to throw up. And sometimes you got to hold your, you got to hold yeah, your you nose do and do it. it strategically voting or whatever you want to call it. But, um, when that happened, the, the, my reaction wasn't fuck yeah yeah do it let's go yeah. and and it wasn't and it wasn't even like oh they gotta they gotta knock this down quick yeah. I was my reaction was fuck yeah all of this work yeah that libertarians and right leaning people have been doing for to gain credibility and to get their message out in one fucking morning that's all down the toilet because we have exited the high road right <laughs> I know? mean and think about this if it if it was the other way around and. Republicans won, and it was Democrats that stormed the fucking Capitol. Hang them from the rafters. Yeah, hang them. Yeah, yeah, you know, because they're all geriatric. But they like, but they, the Republicans would be running on this right yeah. now. They would be that would be their key issue. And I mean, I, you know, it, it is saddening because it it does start a slippery slope. I think it started with. Like I said, the first impeachment of Trump, I think it's like, well, there you go. That now the other party's going to do it when they get in power. Yep. And look what they did. They exact. They're trying to find st- something to pin Biden on. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying he's clean as a whistle because none of these motherfuckers are, dude. Right. You know, I I can't see their bank accounts. I can't see their offshore <laughs> accounts. I can't see. You know what I mean? Um, but it it was. To me, it was saddening to see that. And then when people died, I was like, man, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, for what? I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like just vote in the midterms. Vote. And like, that's where your voice is. I know a lot of people don't, I know a lot of people don't believe that. They think that voting doesn't matter. It does matter. 
It does matter. And even if you even if you can't bring yourself to vote for a presidential candidate, yeah. Vote anyway because there's going to be down ballot candidates. Absolutely. Especially state and even more especially local. It's local elections and that matter. The, local elections and the the laws and regulations they pass yeah. have much more of an impact on your daily life. Absolutely. Than the guy sitting in the Oval Office. Our our government was designed for the president not to have much power. Exactly. So, but the people making your yeah. county and your city's laws, yeah. that affects your shit every day. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's the thing. It's like when um, when Trump went on his rampage of like, um, you know, going to the courts to try to stop the election, steal the election. Yeah. We tried to, I mean, pull in, put into fake electors. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. It's <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a and, lot. And it's, it's like, it, and all because of a fragile ego. Yeah. All because of, of a, I can't lose. I can't be a loser. I can't, you know, it's, that's my bad Donald Trump impersonation. <laughs> I'm sure I got a bad Biden one too. I'll give you that in a moment, but you yeah, know, the Biden one's just, <laughs> <laughs> confused yeah. just confused um so but it sucks because these two buffoons are running again and i mean trump's gonna win the the nomination it's that's yeah i mean people yeah. are like, oh there may be room for Haley. it's like she's not it's listen i try to live in reality as much as i love <laughs> non-reality shit i try to live in reality as much as i can yeah the reality is is trump is going to be the nominee so we have yeah. to live through this shit again is biden even gonna make it through the next presidency if he wins I don't know. Oh, let's do that on another episode. Yeah, because I have some deep theories on on what the Democrats are going to do, but that's that's a whole separate thing. But let me <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think if now you know in history they've replaced the nominee at the at, fuck, the, at the convention at the convention they can do it. They can do that. Let me ask you this, because it you know anybody that because there's a lot of kind of republicans now that are turning on trump as well oh yeah like voters yeah. voter wise yeah they're just kind of like i don't know if i can sit through four more, four years, more years of this, of this shit, shit yeah. you know and and they're not happy about biden either and i get it i, I get it um because they both kind of pandered to this like extremeness in their party yeah where trump to the extreme stream right and and panders to them um which i don't think there's enough of them to get him the votes to win the presidency again and where Biden kind of just, you know, instead of being more of a moderate, he like he promised, like he promised. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to see that. Yeah. And he kind of goes more, you know, he doesn't want to piss off the woke people. Right. Because then you have like, you know, 15 percent of people that are just bashing you online and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. Like he how... successfully made everybody on the left hate him because the progressives don't. He pandered to them some, but yeah. not enough to make them happy. Right. And then the moderates, he's pandered to the far left too much. So trying to please everyone yeah. is ended up where I think most people on the left are like, man, fuck this guy. But yeah, it's if like, his name's on there. Yeah, then... it's like it's like it, it's, it comes out of this. I don't want the other guy to win. Right. That's really what it, it doesn't even come down to policy anymore. It just comes down to like, I don't want the other guy to get in office. Yeah, and doesn't that suck? It like, does my suck. entire adult life. Yeah. My first election I voted in, I was 18 years old, and I'm 55 now. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever voted, other than I did vote for Ron Paul when he ran as a libertarian. I voted for Ron Paul. But other than that, he might be the only candidate I've ever voted for. Where it was more like, uh, fuck that guy. And maybe. As opposed to like a protest vote or so. Okay, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, protest vote or just like, well, I don't want the Democrats worse. So I'm yeah. going to vote for the Republicans. Right. I just hate picking the lesser of two evils. It's, it's, it's not a great. What's what, it's, what I told you before when I, um, 
uh, when I voted for Clinton the first time, and in, in, um, not Hillary, Bill Clinton in the yeah. 90s, it was my first election. So I was like, yeah, I mean, he sold himself very well. I thought, he, like I told you before, I thought he was going to legalize weed. Yeah. And he a lot of him and, and with the help of Biden and a lot of other, they, like, the, the crime, crime bill... bill. Fucked was everybody. the fucking worst? Like people it's still, still suffering from it. Yeah, it's, it's, people are still getting suffering. Like still getting <laughs> fucked over that shit, you know. And it's like when I realized that that was the case. Um, years like two, two or three years later during his presidency, I was just like, yeah, fuck that. Like I voted for Bob Dole, and that was when that came around. But that was just a protest vote. Yeah, I did. I I didn't think Bob Dole would get in there. I mean, the numbers kind of showed. Even back then in my younger I still kind of paid attention to some of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was my protest vote for that. Lately, my protest votes, I write in Homer Simpson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I kind of almost would rather <laughs> rather him be, oh, be president. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, yeah, I, I made how much a, worse can he be? I made a post about, uh, I was recent. this is drifting off the Jan 6 a little bit, but I, I think it's worth mentioning. Whatever. We're talking uh, politics. Yeah, it's all good, man. Um, I, I was surprised at the, you know, so RFK Jr., mm-hmm. an ad was run yeah. during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it was old audio from, you know, his dad and his uncle. Yeah. And uh, and when it came on, I was blown away. I was like, holy fuck, he ran a fucking ad. That's amazing. Yeah. I disagree with a lot of his shit, but, yeah. I, but I, for the most part, I respect the guy. Sure. And I wouldn't feel as ill if I voted for him as an independent <laughs> as the other two. <laughs> right. I have no clue who I'm going to vote for it. Right, right. But what shocked me is all of a sudden... The remaining far left people that are still friends with me because a lot of them aren't anymore, which is unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Which is one reason we're doing this. Yeah, that, that's totally unfortunate, um, man. Though, like the tried and true Democrats, yeah, talk about RFK Jr. like he's the fucking devil, and I was shocked. Like I, I thought they'd be like, man, I thought they'd be pissed because he ran as he's running as an independent or whatever. Right. But they were like, he's responsible for thousands of people dying, I guess, because of his – mainly because of the COVID vaccine. He questioned it. Oh. And uh, and then and then the other piece that was fascinating to me, they think he is a an anti-vaxxer through and through. No, he's, he's not. all vaccines. He's not. No, he wants to remove the absence of liability from pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Because right now, if a vaccine comes out – that's recommended across the board in the U.S., those pharmaceutical companies can't be sued yeah, if they, something goes nothing, wrong. Right, right. So he wants that removed right. where they are liable for the product they're putting out there and, yeah. and that it's going into your body. There's got to be some transparency uh, there. Yeah, yeah dude. So, so that, he, he talks about that all the time, and then he talks about um, irrefutable proof to get a vaccine approved and out on the market. And, you know, it was weird times in COVID, but it got rushed to the market. It did. And, and there are things that are that are happening that that are weird right now. Mm-hmm. And and then people just not being able to choose what goes into their own body and right. people losing their jobs for it and all that. But I thought his approach to that was pretty reasonable. Right. Like, fuck yeah, pharmaceutical companies should be responsible if they're they should be. people. I mean, they've been but, drugging us for a long time. But the, I don't know what the narrative that's been driven in on the left side because I don't watch CNN and MSNBC, that's, but the, they're like, he's an anti-vaxxer. All these people have died because of his views and all that. It's like, what? His, I've, his, I've listened to the dude. His views are not making anybody die because no matter what his views were, people were mandated to get the vaccine in certain places. They yeah. had to get them yeah. or they quit or lost their job, which I think that's unfortunate, too. I mean, most parents, I mean, you know, we vaccinated our kids at a when they were babies. You yeah, know, do you, of course, if, if yeah. you want them to go to public school, yeah, you, you got to get them vaccinated. There's no way around it. Right. Um, but I. Yes, there, there obviously should be a little bit more. 
Uh, now we are in a, in a more advanced age when it comes to science. Right. I, I'm not saying it's perfect by any means. Um, but here's the thing, and this is to keep this in mind: if somebody came out with a with a uh, w- with a drug that a shot or something or a pill that will grow hair for bald people. People don't even give a shit about the testing. They'll be like, "Oh, does it? Okay, let's do. Let <laughs> right. give me the pill. Yeah, or to lose weight. Prime example right now. Olympic works, uh, but, but but people are getting really yeah, fucking sick from yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like so, it, people's it, it gets very political when it comes to stuff like and that. I hate you know that. I mean? And I, I do too. And but I was thinking about that uh, the other day. Like, yeah, somebody came out with a hair growing drug. Nobody would question what the testing was. They'd right. be like, "Give it to me." Yeah, here's it, or, or here's a drug that makes your dick three inches longer. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> come on, let's. <laughs> I wish my dick was fourteen inches, so I'd have to lug this thing around. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But um, <laughs> whatever, we can say whatever the fuck we want. That's the great thing about free speech. It is. Um, but yeah, I, I think okay. So January sixth, I think we have some differences there. Um, I, we might be along the same lines of some stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you something that's interesting to me, and I, I, I didn't want to go to notes a bunch. But, Do your notes, man. But especially the part that, that made me go from fuck no, it wasn't to it's complicated. Yeah. So there are there have been multiple people that were convicted yeah. of seditious conspiracy. Yeah. That is a very rarely used yeah. charge and conviction. But so a lot of people have heard of the Oath Keepers. Yes. And people usually, if they've heard of them, they usually have a, an immediate reaction. Of course. Of, oh, of yeah, course. those fucking kooks or... They're, yeah, they're, they're the brothers. Patriots. <laughs> you know? but, but, you know, four... So initially, four members of the Oath Keepers were found guilty right. of seditious conspiracy. And Did they take a, a plea deal or did they just... No, they... They, they were they just found guilty. Okay, and, okay. And the interesting thing is, so I was like, okay, but it still could have been a... You know, what court was it in? It could have been... What were the jurors like? The, yeah. and, and I didn't look at any of the evidence because I don't give enough of a shit to, I got to do that. I got but you. it said the defendants and their co-conspirators plotted to oppose by force the lawful transfer, transfer of presidential power, including amassing an armed quick reaction force on the outskirts of D.C. Yeah. So... If if all that's true, and I'm just going to assume it is because I trust our processes for the most part. Right, right. That kind of sounds like it is. It, yeah. And then not much later, so a few months later, um, two more Oath Keepers were convicted of seditious conspiracy. Yeah. And very similar thing, you know, plotting, stopping the transfer of power. Yeah. And they were convicted as well in January of 2022. So there were a total of nine people convicted. Yeah. Some of them were for felonies, and then the majority of them from the Oath Keepers were the seditious conspiracy right. charge, and then uh, and then two uh, members of Proud Boys, another another name that makes people react. They sure do. <laughs> um, uh, two of them were also charged and convicted, and uh, Enrique Tario and three lieutenants found guilty. Yeah, that's right. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those trials. Yeah. And, yeah, and seditious conspiracy goes back to the Civil War times. Yeah, and it was the the initial purpose of it was to basically keep. Southern soldiers and politicians from usurping the power of the federal government. Right. So right. stopping the transfer of power, right. interrupting elections and all of that. And it, and it hasn't been used a whole lot it's, since it's then. A little over a hundred years. But look, you know, reading with, without admittedly, without taking a very deep dive, it looks like perhaps some people from those two groups might've been, if they weren't all the way in on that, yeah. like seditious conspiracy by letter of the law, yeah. they were definitely tiptoeing around yeah, it. No, there was, I, I said, like, I, I think 
a majority of the people there just kind of went with the flow with yeah. what was going on. I mean, I get it. You're, I mean, think about any concert you go to. It's just getting rowdy, you get rowdy, you know, right. with the crowd. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, there was definitely people there that had that in mind. Like, we are going to stop this process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what I brought up, like, zip ties. It's just like, what, zip ties, guys? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And what are you going to do? Guys, guys, <laughs> like, let's relax here. Like, Here's some interesting history for you. Because yeah. I'm looking at those charges and seeing in the articles I read, and when I read articles, I go to every source I can find. Because I don't I don't fucking believe anybody. Yeah, you have to bounce, yeah, you so have to bounce around. So it, it, it has been used a handful of times since 1870 when okay. it first came out. Um, and the this is where, like, I, so I read about the... The Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, like, oh, yeah, that there may have been, you know, there were thousands of people there, but these nine or ten people, seems like they were up to... They had, they, like I said, they wanted to stop the process, no doubt, no doubt. In in 95, so there was a conviction in 1995, um, an Egyptian cleric, Sheikh Omar Abdel Rahman, and nine of his followers were convicted in a plot to blow up the United Nations building. Wow. in In the U.S. Wow. And an FBI building. And two tunnels in New York City. Wow! And they were they were convicted. And uh, the interesting thing was, he was also called the Blind Shake. So a lot of people may remember that. Okay. Um, he argued that um, in his appeal that he wasn't really planning the attacks. He was just exercising his First Amendment rights to talk about what he wanted to do, but he didn't really mean it. But that didn't fly very well because the it, did he? Okay, so they so that got convicted. For just talking about this, yeah, basically conspiracy to conspiracy. Do so. Okay, yeah, okay. So there were there was information exchange plans, like so it wasn't just like we should blow up the UN. Like there was there were a little things. bit more deeply yeah. involved. Okay, okay, and I, then, okay, uh, I get that. And then there there were a couple that went further back to um, there was seditious conspiracy convictions in 1954, hmm. and uh, of a group um, four pro independence Puerto Rican activists. Rushed the Capitol building in 1954. Sound familiar? Yeah. However, the next part is something that didn't happen on January 6th. Open fire on the House floor. Oh, shit. Wounding several I've, representatives. I, I'd never heard that. I'd never heard of that ever. It's like, okay, that's a slam dunk seditious yeah. conspiracy charge. Yeah. They stormed the Capitol, went into the House chamber, and started and open shooting. fire. Yeah. I mean, yes. That's... Okay. So to me, that that's my opinion. That still seems worse than what happened on January 6th. Yes, absolutely. And then there was one more. Um, there have been a couple others that go further back, but yeah. they're not as relevant. Um, another one, the um, Oscar Rivera, former leader of a Puerto Rican independence group, um, orchestrated a bombing campaign that left dozens of people dead and maimed mm-hmm. in New York, Chicago, Washington, Puerto Rico in the 70s and 80s. He spent 35 years in prison for seditious conspiracy wow. before uh, Barack Obama um, commuted his sentence in 2017. Really? So, And there's a couple more, but um, like those seem like slam dunks wow. to me. The, the Oath Keeper people... And the Proud Boys are like, yeah. If I dug into it more to see what were they actually pl- plotting they- and planning yeah. and stuff like, if you saw, if you could read the evidence, you could probably you probably connect the dots. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, I understand. I mean, people people did not want Trump to leave, including himself. I mean, it was right. I don't. I mean, if if you want my honest opinion, I don't even think he wants to be the fucking president. I think it's just too much for him. Right, but. He's too far in at this point. Yeah, he's too far in, and if he if he says fuck it, I don't want to run, I don't want to do this because I'm just done with politics. He's not going to sell his shit, right? His his whatever he sells to the people that just adore yeah, my, him and everything. My like very that. naive hope after 2020 election, and then seeing that he stayed in the limelight, and it was naive, and I knew in the back of my mind it would never happen. But I was like, 
can he please just be a kingmaker? Like yeah. pick the 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 next best Republican person, yeah. and and if he said, "I'm stepping away because it's time to pass the torch," and I'm passing it to this person. I really hope I would. I just hope like hell he would do that because I just don't want to listen to this shit. For I don't either, years, man. It just it, and it, we. I mean, it's almost like the it's almost like the campaigns didn't even stop. Right. I mean, it literally. It's not. It's it's like it's like they've been campaigning since 2016, 2018, 2020. It's it just it just it's fucking exhausting. It's, it does get exhausting. I mean, I get it. It's like we have a, a major presidential election and then we have the midterms and. The midterms, usually they kind of tell you what's going to kind of happen a little bit. Now, the last, in, now in 2018, during the midterms, Democrats took over. Yeah. And that's when they started, that's when they started, they started the impeachment process before that. They did. But yeah. they returned back to it when they had the numbers. Yeah. Which to me, that proves that it's political. Right. It's like, just fucking move on. Right. I mean, you know, so... So 2020 happened, Biden got in, but a number of Republicans still, they kept their seats and they kept the, so um, the 2022 midterms supposed to be a big red wave. Yeah. And it was was a, it was a more of a ripple. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, I mean, they won like four seats, like, I mean, above what they were supposed to get, you know? Yeah. And here's some interesting information. The past couple of years, all these, like a lot of elections that you haven't heard of, um, you know, people that kind of quit or resigned and these special elections. Yeah. The Democrats have been kind of killing it. Yeah. And now I haven't had a chance to look and see what kind of candidates they are. Uh, moderate or super crazy left or, right. or even a right. There's a, there's a lot of right wing Democrats too. Right. A lot of people don't realize that, but there actually is. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, it, so I, and that's why you can't really pay attention to, mainstream media news because it just it makes you think you know biden's down in the polls and trump's gonna probably win in the next week ah trump's dropped in the polls it's just like they just keep you they keep you tuning in yeah and one thing i want to want to suggest to people or ask people to think about is that if you really think about what's going on with with biden and or the super progressive far leftists right. on that side. And then on the right, the people that are like ride or die Trump, like if you say anything bad about him. You are a commie. You, you yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. The, those people aside, talk to somebody that you know who is a, if, if I'm a moderate Republican, think about what you're going through. Right. And what you're going through probably if you're a moderate is, man, I kind of wish this dude to go away. We need a sensible person to get elected who's yeah. somewhere in the middle. And then I feel like moderate Democrats are going, fuck, Biden. this has been a beating with Biden. Yes. And these progressives are making people turn on us. You guys have a lot in common. Yeah. Because you're the people that are stuck in the ugly fucking middle right now. And we don't like our guy. You don't like your guy. Yeah. We just want something normal. Think about that instead of writing yeah, people off. You're, you know? Honestly, you're the true independence. Yeah. Because you kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, you're kind of bummed on both sides. I mean, I think a majority of the country is. I really think a majority of the country is bummed out on both sides. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, Republicans, they're supposed to be running for presidency. I haven't heard one fucking policy from these guys. In fact, they <clears throat> just turned down 
a border bill, which I'm not saying the border bill was perfect. I haven't looked at it. I haven't read it. And most Republicans were coming out going, we can't pass this. And then the news anchor would be like, well, did you read it? Well, no. Right. <laughs> well, wait, well, wait, well, wait a minute, you know. Excuse me. We're trying to, like, come to a sensible approach here. I'm not saying it's perfect. It's not everybody's going to like it. But when it comes to the border, it's fucked up down there. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. And people are crossing over here. Like, thousands and thousands of people are crossing over here. What the fuck do we do? You yeah. know, what are we going to do? Now, a lot of, like, the leftists, yeah, I just let them in. Okay, well, you don't live down there. Right. You know, you don't live in Texas. Yeah, you don't, and, you know. And then when Texas sends it to their sanctuary city, all of a sudden they're like, this is untenable. We can't exactly. do this. Like, no shit. Yeah. How do you think we're dealing with it in Texas? I mean, now? it's we already have, you know, tent cities with our people. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, that's not to quite, you know, these are people. These aren't numbers. These aren't, you know, they're not all bad people. You know, it's like these are people. You know what I mean? I get it. But it's like we have to come to some sensible way of treating this. I don't know the answer. Right. I, I, I'm not, the, you know. It's, it's interesting to me, too, because I think about I've looked a little bit at what other countries' immigration requirements are, mm. you know, if you want to become a citizen. And and I know a lot of people on the progressive left always talk about the Scandinavian countries are this perfect example of socialism working. Right. Even though it's not totally socialist. Right. But if you start looking up the immigration requirements for those countries. Oh, they're hardcore. You have to you have to apply and you have to demonstrate that you have a specific set of needed skills, whether you're an engineer or <laughs> yeah. a medical professional. If you're just someone that goes, I want to live there and, you know, I, I don't really know what I'm going to do and I don't have an education or whatever, right. then sorry. Like, what are you going to contribute to the country? Yeah. And now, it, these are smaller populated countries. I get are. that. I mean, America's yeah. a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> a I think, lot. I think people, that it, it, I think we should be reminded every now and then of like putting the entirety of Europe, overlaying it over the U.S., to show how fucking small Jesus, just Texas alone. Yeah, Texas yeah. alone covers half a year, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, a majority of it. Um, so we we obviously have way more people that that live here, but that's why we have them. That's why things are broken down state by state. Yeah, that's why I mean, states' rights and stuff like that. Like I'm for that. And um, my and my my thing on on open borders or or this just in, over the top numbers of immigration we've yeah. had in the last three years, especially, is that if you look at it. Like the human element's always there, and and it's upsetting to see what some people are going through that are trying to come here. Absolutely. Now, if you step back because and look at it strictly from a sustainability standpoint, you if you so we're considered a welfare state because we take care of the people that are the poorest of the poor. Right. Like our poorest people in the U.S. are poor. Yeah. But they're not. Africa poor. They're not right. India poor. They're not. Yeah. We have a social safety net as flawed as it may be. However, that takes a tremendous amount of money and resources to yes. manage. So if you want to have that, you can't financially maintain a wide open border where as many people that want to come come because a lot of those people are going to need those services. Absolutely. And they're not paying taxes. So it puts a bigger burden on yeah. who? The middle class fucking taxpayer. Yep. So if you want open borders, the welfare state has to go yep. away. If you want the welfare welfare state, we have to manage immigration better. Do you know like, the, do you know what the corporate tax rate was in the fifties? I don't remember. I've fifty percent. Yeah, and then like I think the seventies, it's uh, the seventies and eighties. It went down to like twenty three percent. Yeah, now, now it's like thirteen. Yeah, and that's in the seventies is when uh, Social Security started slowly yeah. tanking too. Uh, and and uh, I'm 
I'm not against taxes. I mean, I wish I could pick and choose where my taxes go. Yeah. I think I think if we as Americans can like pick where our money goes, I think you see a big shift in a lot of things. Yeah. Um now these big corporations that are every year just like record profits. It's like you need to pay up, dude. Right. You need to pay up. You don't you don't need another yacht. You don't you don't need to pay the CEO that's retiring five million dollars. Because he's retiring, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying, like, if you work your way up to the top, you shouldn't get paid for it. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It gets a little bit ridiculous. It's almost kind of like, what's more dangerous for the country? Like, drug addiction or wealth addiction? Right. It's like, wealth right. addiction's taken, I mean, drug addiction's bad, but wealth addiction's done quite a bit of damage, too. It, it ha- And the, th- the, the main thing that bothers me, because I, I want people to be able to become as wealthy as they can and is one of the dogs groaning yeah the, yeah the, yeah I, I didn't know if that was my stomach <laughs> i don't i don't think that's going to pick up on the mics but I, there, one, I was like is one of my fucking yeah, stomach I, like, oh, shit. I already ate i don't know what the deal is right i i want everybody to be wealthy that can be wealthy yeah. and and the pie is not finite right there's not x number of dollars in the world so it has to get it once it gets divided up it's gone yeah and there's none left for anybody else but i am a big time proponent of Pure capitalism, sure, but we don't live in a capitalist country anymore. It's corporatist, yeah, and that very sounds very subtle. But you have these giant companies that are funding super PACs. Yep. those super PACs are pushing for legislation that creates loopholes for the corporations. Absolutely. So then it just kind it's of a vicious circle. In, yeah, and it's, it's a, a vicious small circle. group of people that are yeah. benefit, benefiting from it. So yes. I'm a capitalist, and I'm very sad that we don't really live in a capitalist country. I anymore. am too. I mean, I like the fact that you know that working your way up. To get, you know, I mean, some people are just born into money, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I am dying, man. I the wish, dog's killing me. I wish y'all She's, could hear this. It's going to get louder, too. You might be. It able probably to will. You may, you may make it picked up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, I, I like, like, even, like, I mean, I'll tell you a story. Like, me and Melissa, when me and Melissa, my wife, got together, we've been married 25 years. It'll be 25 years this year. We first got together, um, I was just getting out of a um, drug addiction. You know, right. Um, I, you know, I had to rebuild my reputation before I can go get a job. I was just, I wasn't tattooing at the time. I was, I was just doing body piercings at the time, mm-hmm. but my reputation was not good. Right. I like Dave, the junkie. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, but I had to, you know, but Melissa was working and, and, and she was, she, I think she worked at a place called Shelton. She was doing hair or something like that there. We were fucking poor, man. Yeah. I mean, we were poor. We could barely afford the apartment afford the apartment we were in. You know, we had one car. I didn't have a car. You know, like, I, I mean, I probably sold mine for drugs at some point, you know, like <laughs> right. back in the day. But, and we eventually kind of worked our way up. And I remember we kind of, we, then, then we, we, the first apartment we had, we both, we had two apartments in Arlington. The first one, it was okay. And then we didn't have enough money. So we had to go to an even shittier one. Oh man. And dude, it was bad. Like <laughs> it was a, it was a bad play. Like I remember, and then I was playing in Billy club at the time and I was touring a lot. I was so fucking nervous to leave. To leave. I really was. Yeah. I was cause, cause, uh, my stepson Gavin, you know, he was like three and yeah. Melissa was there alone. You know, I just, I was petrified. Um, I forgot what tour I was on. And then we ended up, she, I wasn't at home, but she ended up moving to, we got a house in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I got back from that tour, I, um, ended up mustering up enough like confidence to go and 
get another job doing piercings at a shop. Um, wasn't the original shop I worked at, but, and they hired me and I was like, and that made all the difference right there. Yeah. Started making more money and we started building it up, build up. Now our parents helped us a lot. I'm not going to deny the fact that we definitely had a handout or right. hand up or whatever you want to call it, you know, and thank you guys <laughs> much appreciated. <laughs> but we, we worked our way up and if yeah. it, it, it's tough when you're doing it, but it, when you look back, you're like that. It feels good to know yeah, I did it that I worked, you know, yeah. I with a little bit of help here and there. And of I'm course. not denying that, but yep. you know, but we, I mean, I mean, there was times when we definitely had to rely on the state yeah. for shit. Like, Oh yeah, man. Like we were <laughs> fucking poor, man. Um, and now, you know, I look now where we're at, it's like, we own a business, you know, and, uh, Melissa's going for, she's going for a different kind of career choice at the moment. Um, and everything's, everything's okay. I mean, we definitely have months where we're like, shit, shit, you know, right. but yeah. that's just, I think that's just being a middle-class American. Yeah. I think most people struggle with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people are a broken AC <laughs> or, you know, the water, you just dealt yeah, with, you the, just dealt with the some water shit. Like, plumbing issues on an 81 year old house nope. or any of that. And a lot of people are that type of thing away from like just falling off the cliff, yeah. you know, it, it's it, like, I, you know, I don't have thousands of thousands saved up to like, Oh yeah, don't worry. We'll just take care of that. Yeah. Cause we just had the AC uh, go out, the heater and the AC go out at the, at the tattoo shop. Dude, we were stressed, man. Yeah. We were stressed because it's, this is usually the slower time of the year as well. Right now it got covered. The company that we use is a really cool company. They, they're family owned and operated as well. So they worked with us, you know, we were paying the bill, but it's, they work with us. Um, but I, I like I get back. I just think it's the feeling of, of building that up to where you're like, okay, man, it, everything's not perfect, right? But we worked for this, and that's why that's one one of many reasons I still love this country that we live in yep. because that opportunity is there. It absolutely you're, is. you're not conscripted to a class, and that's the class you and all of your descendants are going to be in forever. Yeah. And I, I mentioned in episode one, I spent a month in India at the end of last year, and. Most people there, if you're born in one of the slums, yeah, you're, you're going to grow up in the slum. Yeah. You're going to get married to someone in the slum. They're, your kids are going to grow up in the slum, and that's just how it is. And, and they are poor. poor. And that's real poor. Real poor. And and that's that's your lot in life. And every yeah. now and then, someone kind of escapes it yeah. somehow. I mean, but it, there is mobility absolutely. in this country. I'm not saying capitalism is perfect, but it's to me, it's the it's the best system. But I agree with you. At this point, the, the country has shifted to a corporatist, like, way of living yeah where they design all the laws they design all the you know or they tax they, loopholes they, yeah they you know i mean they got lawyers to figure all that shit out yeah. you know you know why you know when the, like we need to get tax, trump's tax returns and blah 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 it's like trust me all those rich people they all look the same <laughs> right right <laughs> they all look the same they're all like like oh this year you paid ten dollars <laughs> i paid twelve thousand what are you kidding like right. You know, and I only made this fucking much, man, you know, yeah. so, but that's the thing is like, you have money to hire lawyers to find those loopholes and find all that shit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I understand wanting to join that gang. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand wanting to be at that level to where like, yeah. like money, it doesn't even matter. You don't even have to worry about it. You know what I mean? But I don't even think those people are a hundred percent happy all the time either. You yeah. Know? There's something missing. And there, there's one bow I wanted to put on the Jan six thing. Oh yeah. We, we were talking about January six, were, weren't we? Because <laughs> I think like I mentioned at the beginning that, that it's complicated Yeah, and depending on some sources said it was nine people. Some said 11. Mm. So around 10 people were convicted of yeah, some yeah. conspiracy. So I was like, okay, well how many people were arrested and convicted yeah. out of that whole thing? And what was it? What for? 
And this is what tells me that the vast majority of the people, well over 99% of the people there, were just pissed off fucking right, right, people. Right. So over 1,100 people were charged with crimes. How many people were convicted so far? Uh, it's been over 1,000. Most of the people okay. were convicted of something. Okay, okay. But like 967 entering or remaining in a restricted federal building. So... They, that's they went in the federal building. That, that was that's that, a misdemeanor, isn't yeah. it? Uh, Is that a felony? That that was a felony. Wow. Okay. Um, because it's a federal building. Okay, that's right. Federal um, so, building. And some people had multiple charges. That's why this doesn't add up. But that was that was nine hundred sixty some people um, assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers. Sure. So three hundred seventy two. Right. Um, corruptly obstructing, influencing, or impeding official proceeding or attempting to do so. But not seditious conspiracy. Hmm. So that was three hundred people. Is that also a felony? Um, that one I don't because rem- it's federal. Or? Yeah, I believe it is, but I don't. Wow. I'll have I'll have to put notes to, okay. to look for sure. Sure. And then there was destruction of property, theft of government property. Yeah. General conspiracy, which is a felony, assaulting a member of the media <laughs> or destroying their equipment. <laughs> so Forty-two of people. I mean, got you you that. are you are impeding on their free on their First Amendment right when yes. you do that. I mean, that is that is their First Amendment right to be there and. Uh, video and and show what's going on. Right. I mean, so for going on crimes yeah. and what those crimes were, roughly ten people were convicted, right or wrong, of seditious conspiracy, and they're mm-hmm. currently in prison for it. Yeah, over a thousand people were tried and convicted of being in a building they weren't supposed to be in, okay. or destruction of property, or right. something. So that to me, that makes what those people were doing. And we're coming up on an hour, so I don't want to start another episode by what I'm about to say. But <laughs> Has it already been a the, fucking hour? Yeah, 53 minutes. Holy um, uh Those sound a lot like what people were doing during the Portland riots and the Seattle riots yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So The Seattle riots, you mean like um, during the George Floyd thing? Yeah. Or the, okay, okay. George we'll Floyd we'll touch about like, yeah. We should definitely have an episode just touching base on that. Yeah, cause, and I, I intentionally <clears throat> wanted to stay away from I, – I hate – what aboutism? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. My knee-jerk, right-leaning reaction is okay. This all, all this happened, but what about Portland? Yeah. What about the courthouse that yeah. got you know someone set it on fire there? And yeah. I, I wanted to go to what aboutism so bad, but I decided you know what. It's still two separate things and yeah, two separate yeah. triggers. So Absolutely. That's another episode. We'll do another episode of that because I think that's a, that's another subject to talk about as well, and um, and we should and we should definitely touch base on that. Um, you know, I was going to say. It's so funny because we 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 talked about and there's some obvious some things we don't agree on, but we we actually kind of agree on a lot of shit. Yeah, it, but that's okay. This is okay to do this because um, just getting it out and talking about it as just two friends or two humans and just two people that are still on two different sides of the coin for the most part. Yeah, uh, is a good thing. It's a good thing to show people. I was also going to tell people when we post this stuff. Please don't rate our Facebook pages and tell yeah. us your opinions on this shit because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, if, <laughs> if, if 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 the people to the right of me and the Trump people want to call me a commie, fine. Fuck I, you. I guess I'm a commie. <laughs> yeah. And if the lefties want to call me a Trump tard, so be it. So be it. If you think that's going to make me lose a minute of sleep, then you you haven't listened it, enough already. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, people need to realize that it's like. And, and not like we don't value your opinions, but it's like this is between me and us. Yeah. We're talking about this as two people, two friends. Um, and the whole point of this is to prove that discussions can happen without yeah. name calling. Yeah. So if someone jumps in here and name calls, they're not really paying attention well, to it, the it, point it, of this. It fucks everything <laughs> up, man. It just right. like, well, it just, it just, it, it, it lowers the standard of what we're trying to do. Yeah. 
we're trying to keep a certain standard of like professionalism. And, I, and trust me, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Trust me, <laughs> trust me. Um, but I know what I know, and I I am passionate about what I am passionate about. And at some point, we probably will hit a snag where we're like, no, dude, that's yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like, right. it, but it's, it's time. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. I mean, yeah. we wanted to bring this subject matter up because it is it is very sensitive to a lot of people. Um, and I think the conclusion is, is like, I think we kind of agree. Like I said, <clears throat> I do think that people engaged in, in insurrectionism. I don't think everybody there did. Right. I just think that they were like, fuck it yeah let's you know let's storm this bitch yeah you know you kind of get into this mob mentality um it's very easy to do it's very easy to get wrapped up into that yep um it is unfortunate for the people that lost their lives that day yeah um it's unfortunate for the people that uh, whether you hate the congress people or not they were afraid for their lives they were like they didn't know what was going to happen right you know and it's like that's that sucks to have to go to work and be like what we have to be on lockdown like yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's not a, you know, that's not a great feeling. I mean, yep. um, but, but that was cool. That was a good discussion. Yeah. I thought no that doubt. was good, man. Put it there, bud. See, yep. see that, see that people. You saw that. You saw it. And if you didn't see it and you're just listening on Spotify or on Apple, we shook hands. We shook hands. Cause we're fucking grown ups. That's right. But I did a little finger thing in the middle of his hands. So. Yeah. And that, I got, I got a little tiny old man boner from that too. <laughs> So I, so we're going on an hour real quick here. Remember I told you like this is totally off subject, but, um, I mentioned everybody on here on the podcast, but I do, but I, you know, I quit smoking pot like five yeah. months ago. Yeah. So I decided, you know what, maybe I'll smoke a bowl to see what it feels like. I did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I, I mean, cause the pot's fucking strong now, which I've already known this. I, t- I took like one bong hit and was I mean, fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, when, when my, you don't have that baseline of THC in your body dude, at all times. It, my it, anxiety. I mean, the first thing I was like, man, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> you know, it's like my, my, I was like, did somebody put mushrooms in my pot? Like, what happened here? <laughs> and, um, I, I guess I'm that guy now. I'm guess I'm yeah. the guy that I, well, it's better I found out at home than being at a party and taking a couple of hits off a joint and being like, Oh shit, man! <laughs> yeah. I want to I want to open my own dispensary with a different business model, and the business model is kind of shitty weed, you know, <laughs> like like what I had to deal with in the eighties. Because yeah, yeah, I don't, kids. Because I feel like kids today want to get like obliterated fucking high, yeah. and I want a buzz. Yeah, I just want to, and it's it like you have to if you like I've, I've bought weed in the last few years. And hey, what what are you looking for? What's the weakest shit you have? Do <laughs> you have like, anything with seeds anymore? <laughs> right. I'd like to roll that shit off so, an old album. So nobody steal my business plan, but I want to start a <laughs> shitty weed grow operation now. <laughs> Is it kind? It's kinda. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, <laughs> all right, guys. I think we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks a lot yep. for listening. We appreciate everybody that's been tuning in and like giving us props for all this stuff. Um, I'm actually glad we actually kind of had to have a little bit of a political discussion. Yeah. We've talked about doing this. We haven't done it yet because we've had really awesome guests. Like, don't yes. get me wrong. Like, I'm some super stoked on that. Uh, we had Sammy Town. We had John Jeter. We had, uh, some really good, we got, we got some more coming as well. We'll try to get them all scheduled in for you guys. Um, but this, I like this. I like what we're doing here. Yeah. And I think we're going to continue to do it. So no try to make it grow. So, hell yeah. All right. If, if you like us, tell your friends. If you hate us, tell your enemies. Yes. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. In the year of our Lord, 2020, I think that the month it was March.
Yeah.